So I'm so excited to speak to you because, you know, I was just telling the listeners that this is something completely new to the Stellenbosch area and that Stellenbosch isn't just known for the vineyards and, and the university, right? You guys are bringing something interesting, something fresh, and it has to do with art. Can you please tell us a little bit more about the Stellenbosch Trino? Um, it's the inaugural um, version, which is going to be taking its first kicking off on the 20, not on the 20th, but in February 2020. Um, the idea is that um, Stellenbosch has an opportunity, uh, South Africa has an opportunity, Africa has an opportunity to see a collective of um, artists from all around um, different countries come together, speaking to the language of art um, and engaging. There will be a variety of activities, not just exhibitions, there will be performances, there will be workshops for kids. Um, it's a way in which art is being used to communicate. And why specifically Stellenbosch? I mean, it could have been anywhere. It could have been in Cape Town, it could have been in Josie. Why Stellenbosch? Why not Stellenbosch? Um, true. As a colleague of mine <laughs> <laughs> once said. Um, well, the idea is that, you know, um, South Africa has been trying to have um, biennials, triennials for a number of years, and we have a long history of them happening going as far back as the 60s, um, if not even the 40s. The trouble with sustaining them is one of the big issues. Um, and Stellenbosch has made a commitment to starting up this moment of coming together um, that is centered around the visual arts. You know, in Senegal, you have the Dakar Biennale that's been going on since the 90s, and it's continuing. And it's one of the prime um, events that happen around visual arts. And South Africa is really just catching up to what the world has already been doing quite sustainably. Mm. Our big question has always been the question of sustainability. And uh, we know that the commercial sector is doing that quite well with the art fairs. But one of the reasons why triennales and biennales are important is that really should be a place in which it's not driven by margin or profit. Mm. It's about the experience of art in its possible and I don't want to say purest form, but in its possible sense is possible, if you can if you get what I mean. Yes. Um, the idea is that how do we imagine and engage issues that are critical, issues that are central to us in a visual form. We experience it through music, we experience it in many other creative ways, we experience it through literature, and this is one way in which visual arts is central in ways that we engage about our everyday experiences. Mm. Now, Nondo, you are one of um, you know one of the two cre- um, curators for the the trainer. It's a trainer, hey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what does a, a curator do for people who aren't um, who aren't art fundies? <laughs> um, I don't mean to laugh. It's um, <laughs> a very complex question because I think it's quite a trendy. Term. So many people call themselves curators nowadays. Yeah. Um, a curator in the kind of historical sense, 
um, the last words, which is taken from Kura, which is supposed to be, and it was usually adorned on priests who were looking after the precious objects of the church. Um, eventually, it also became um, bestowed on those who administered and looking after collections in museums. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means taking care, looking after. Um, and today, obviously, it is about looking after ideas. A curator's job is really to connect or make connections to things that wouldn't normally find themselves in conversation. Mm. Um, curators invest a lot of time doing research and identifying, traveling, engaging, and they are able to connect visually and sensorially um, elements that one, when you engage with the space, when those things have been put together, there is a conversation amongst elements that have been put together. Um, so a curator in it is still a kind of, it's very much biased to visual art. So in that sense, a curator is really working around a multiple, a multitude of forms, being able to put together in a place, in one concentrated place, um, an experience, mm. um, which is why you would hear literary um, uh, people from literature post also claiming to the curators if one were to curate a festival. Um, but in a kind of more theoretical sense, an academic sense, in a kind of a study, it's long had its 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 um, home in visual arts. Um, there's a lot of studies that um, and writing that's been generated around the, the role of the curator. Um, in the 70s, there was this, you know, the, the emergence of the independent curator that was no longer working from a museum, mm. and that person found themselves working across different disciplines and no longer only looking at visual arts um, and breaking away from the museum and allowing art to be experienced in different um, places. So, curator today really is someone who's able to um, knit together different concepts and ideas and show a common thread in a narrative um, in the space of an event or a moment um, or through a formal exhibition. Oh, wow. Now, Nonto, uh, this year's theme is Tomorrow There Will Be More of Us. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, The concept really stems from a whole range of things and conversations that have happened around this idea of... um, uh, multiplicity, uh, uh, you know, can be taken in uh, various ways. So the idea that Stellenbosch, which, as you've asked, is why Stellenbosch is considered to be uh, a smaller part, if you think about the grander kind of metro um, uh, metropoles that we have as Cape Town and Johannesburg. So why Stellenbosch? And so if you think about this idea of something that grows from a, a, a small place and multiplies. And also the idea that um, historically, you know, it's quite a historically charged place and how today we are having different kinds of historical conversations, mm. uh, the idea of, of self-writing, the idea that conversations are multiplying. And as you've probably seen with the lineup of artists, artists are coming from different parts of Africa and the idea that 
if we think about how small of an industry the visual arts has been and its growth and, and the way that it's multiplied, and of course with the help of the different platforms, and today people find art as a common place, which hasn't been the case for many years. It's been kept as a space for the elite. Today we speak of art as a place in which many people can relate to. And this is something that's been accumulative over many, many years. And so the idea is that if you, if you think of that as a concept, mm. it applies to so many things um, uh, that, you, 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 that you could think about as kind of budding and uh, flowering and the growth and growth that we desire and growth that is about um, changing space, growth that is about enabling multiple things to happen and, man- and manifest. Mm. I love that you, you know, you, you guys are bringing the African creatives down for this event and you're showcasing contemporary art that is from this continent. I think there's something so mm. profound with that. Um, who are some of the artists that we can expect? Um, of course, visual arts is commonly understood to be in, in the traditional sense of painting, of sculpture, of printmaking, of drawing. And the artists that we've drawn from are artists that are pushing pushing beyond that. So artists whose um, desire with material uh, is about pushing the materiality of, of, or the material that they're using um, in, in producing something different. So artists who are also concerned about um, speaking from a place to a world. And uh, so you have artists, uh, God, artists that are dealing with so many uh, varied ideas, um, but are interested in this idea of uh, budding or flowering, of uh, multiplicity, of engaging more voices uh, of multiply, of being multiply voiced. Um, we have artists from, from Ghana, some interesting uh, propositions around food uh, and food and its complication today mm. um, and the idea that you can experience uh, food um, that, that can be manifested into a physical form. Um, so we have Tracy Thompson really engaged in quite interesting with this idea of the, the, the kind of generative food that could be um, plasticized and you can engage it as a form that encapsulates you in a space. You have people like uh, Zaima who are interested in questioning this idea of exploitation of labor. Um, and so, it's, again, it's also about um, taking out invisible stories. So Zyma's been working a lot with the industry of textile industry, um, a, a story that's very close to her and how that can um, needs to be brought out in the kinds of exploitation and the narrative that she comes from, from um, uh, being brought up in a home where uh, mothers is a seamstress and how does that become a visual element that she uses, mm. one that confronts you. So this idea that what you wear comes out neat without that kind of baggage, but it comes from an industry that's so overloaded. Mm. Um, so this, uh, you know, there, there's so many artists that are doing really amazing, beautiful things. But for us, we want to create an exhibition that's all engulfing, 
um, a, a, an exhibition that allows you as a person to understand that life is is a, is a multiple force, mm. um, and also artists who are, who are pushing that. And also, there is something to be said about what is happening currently, and uh, the fact that we are engaging with Africa is in the world, South Africa is in the world, and we still are limited by borders. And those conversations, many of the artists that are on show meet more commonly in the West than they do in the kind of African countries. Mm. And that for us is there's an opportunity to create an environment for people who would not commonly find themselves together having a conversation and seeing the common concerns in their work. Mm. So the exhibition really draws on the ideas on the idea of things multiplying. And so something that could see itself, um, it was Nebuchadnezzar who said, oh, um, I'm so happy to be in this conversation with you, um, and said something to the fact that, you know, why me from a, a, a small town, um, and, you know, how can I be in the space with such amazing people and having this kind of... Course? And it's those kinds of things that for us, are, we all see each other, we all see ourselves in, grounded in a, a small space, but mm-hmm. we speak in voices that triple, double, multiply, and speak to a larger space. So, yes, the Stellenbosch might be um, off-center in terms of the kind of city... Uh, common practice where triennales and biennales would be found, but it is also saying that it is also a, a nurturing space to speak from because if you speak in multiple, uh, for, with multiple voices, then you are able to speak beyond Stellenbosch, South Africa, Africa as a whole. You're speaking to um, the globe in its, in its, in its fuller sense. So that, that's the idea. And we've drawn on people who enable us to to do to do that. Um, yeah, I can't I can't recall everybody offhand, but as you can mm. see from the website, there's a, a really interesting diversity of voices that are speaking from um, different positions. Amazing, Nondo. How do we follow the journey as we lead up to um, the Stellenbosch Trainer? Sorry, repeat that. I didn't get it. Where can we follow the journey? Are you available on social media? Um, you know, where where can we get more information? Oh, there is the, our website is uh, building. Uh, you have the Stellenbosch Triennale uh, website, where information um, is being up for tap. We'll be making several announcements for the other sub. Um, projects we have the vault where we have a, um, a collection, an exhibition that's based on a co- on collections, and the idea that South Africa also sits with um, a huge collection that is in different um, institutions, and so there's been uh, a focus on that in the in the Triennale. You also have um, performances that will also be announced. There's a concentration, also an opportunity given to um, younger artists. So uh, if people can uh, look out uh, or how we're populating the website, but also there are obviously platforms like Facebook and um, I think Twitter and uh, Instagram where you can, you 
if you follow, you'll be able to get updated. Amazing. Nondo, thank you so much for having a chat with me this evening. We're really looking forward to it. And trust me when I say that we, as Two Oceans Vibe Radio, will definitely be there next year, February. Yes, we hope to see you there. <laughs> thank you.